0: Hey y'all, my name is Joseph, pronouns are he, him, his. I'll be one of your hosts for uh, Fear Cat, Fierce Cast, and we'll be dropping every Friday and I'll pass it on to our lovely guests.
1: What's good y'all? Um, I'm Eric, he, him, his. Uh, I am one of the co-outreach chairs and pass it over to my co.
2: And I'm Jez, uh, pronouns she, her, hers and I'm the other co-outreach chair Um, so Fierce Cast is going to be like Joseph said is going to be something we're going to be doing every Friday and after this episode we are going to leave it up to y'all to decide our next topic and potentially our next guest
0: alright so every Fierce Cast Friday or every Fierce Cast recording we're going to start off with our check-in question so if (laughs) Okay, if y'all were to punch someone, oh God, who would it be, and why uh parentheses, it's better if it's someone we know, but i'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I'm kidding you guys could
1: Yo, these yeah. questions are criminal bro okay um, I don't know that's a big question. Does it matter how hard we punch them? What if I give them a nice little tap? Does it count as a punch? It's,
0: a pr- it's pretty like, you know, it's pretty normal, like Mike Tyson type. Bro, <laughs> that's crazy. He um, said we got to knock someone out. I mean, for me, it's pretty easy, but...
2: What <laughs> is...
0: <laughs> I think of like a lot of people. Okay, but who are you thinking of? Well, a first person that comes to mind is like Josh. No. <laughs> what? It's just his face. Pretty. It's just his face. Yeah, because he's a pretty boy.
2: Honestly, I think me too. I don't think
0: he'll be pretty after what I do to him.
3: Oh.
2: I think my ex is also Josh.
0: Yes.
1: You know, I can't think of anyone else now that. Ali
0: is a close second. Wow. Oh, oh
2: poor Ali. Rip, Ali.
0: I don't discriminate.
2: Another
0: Everyone can get the smoke. Wow. Waiting for a quick Eric. Oh, I don't know. It, uh, like I said, it's low better to know, but if you want to, like, a favorite. Low key, movie. like, I feel pressured
1: now to say Josh just because we haven't had our 1v1 yet. So I kind of have to punch him for that.
0: Okay. <laughs> Josh, uh, when I come back, we're all in and jump you. I'm kidding. Hey. I don't. We don't, don't condone. Fierce doesn't condone violence. <laughs> okay. Are you guys nervous? Y'all nervous?
3: Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> All right. First, uh, I just like for y'all to talk about your childhood, like where you guys are from. Where oh, y'all wow. are from.
1: Cody, you want to go first or me? Who's going first? Okay.
3: okay. <laughs> um, go. Oh God. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, going to go.
1: <laughs> okay, fine.
0: Anyway. Um, we're definitely not nervous we're definitely not nervous
1: hey we're chilling this is all part of the podcast anyway um well I'm from the east coast as most of y'all know um I was born in Philadelphia raised in Jersey um I don't know I guess my childhood was pretty uh pretty regular I didn't really do much uh, (laughs) like in terms of like hanging out with like my school friends it was mainly just like two people in my neighborhood and we would always like hang around the neighborhood a lot so that was that was kind of it um background like in terms of like the the sense of culture from where i'm from it's it's not really like cultural like there there isn't really like anything besides like the filipino community that like my family and i kind of go to and we always like (laughs) hang around with So, like, there was that. Um, Either that, like, it was just mainly either, or it was, like, just a split between uh, white or black. That was pretty much it. Um, But, yeah, and I was probably, like, one of two Filipino kids in my graduating class. So, that was pretty different. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of had to, like, sort of readjust myself in that way. Um, But... Yeah, that was pretty much it. I played sports a lot. Um, Dude, honestly, I just do random stuff when I'm at home. (laughs) I do anything and everything. Like, it's just like, like, Sicklerville, that's where I'm from. That's the town I'm from. Um, Mm -hmm. That's, like, low-key boring. Like, honestly, like, you could pretty much just go around and just eat anywhere, and that'd be it. And yeah like i don't know what else to do around that place. we just drive around all now that I'm older like we just drive around and stuff so
0: yeah, yeah. i'll that's press you I'll press you with more questions about your childhood later um let's go out to Jez. how how was your uh childhood like where are you where are you from
2: well, I was born in oxnard and then shortly after I moved to Orange county for like the early parts of my childhood because that's where my dad worked mm-hmm. and then after my parents' divorce we moved to Camarillo for the majority of my childhood um and I didn't move back to Austin to high school but uh while I was growing up like my my parents were pretty strict uh but yeah. my mom always made an effort to like really push me to be involved in things so I did a lot of things and she also really made an effort to like have my sisters and I oh I also have two younger sisters so the oldest. um but she would really make a huge effort to like get us in touch with our culture. So growing up, we actually um, would do like um, like Filipino cultural dances. Growing up, so like I did like tinikling and um, a bunch of other ones because like we would perform for like our family mm. at like parties and stuff. Uh, I also did Polynesian dancing for a really long time. Um, before I got into swim, which I did, you
0: swim.
2: Where, like, mm-hmm. What stroke? Backstroke all the way. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs>
0: I, uh, I, I didn't. I don't know how to swim. I would.
3: What? That is, like.
0: I'm from. That is I'm, like... I'm born in the Philippines. I'm an island boy, and like I don't know how to swim.
3: <laughs> I, I almost drowned.
0: Oh my god! I'm pretty sure I almost drowned twice. I couldn't remember the other ones. that I was like small. The other one I was like in New York in a hotel, and I was like, I, I, I thought like, oh, this is my time to learn how to swim, and so like I would like, you know how like there's the walls, I would like go deeper and deeper, but I just hold on to it. But I was like, screw it, it's time to learn. Like you know, because I always feel like people are like, oh, just push them in, they'll learn how to swim.
2: That's how my dad learned. I
0: pushed off.
1: i mean, and, low key. That's what they do with babies. Did y'all know that?
0: And I just, and I just. I just, I just sank. A good thing my cousin like, looked back and was like, oh my God. Oh my God, Chris. I was like nine. It was, it was, it was pretty embarrassing, but. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any you other know, activities I did, sorry for cutting it
3: off.
2: <laughs> it's okay. No. Oh my God. That's like a big story. <laughs> but uh, I also played three instruments growing up like, wow. Mozart? no i was horrible like really bad at like pretty much all of them mm-hmm. and that's why like i ended up not finishing it because like i knew i was pretty bad and mm-hmm. i was kind of the type of kid growing up where like i didn't like doing things i wasn't good at so yeah so. i kind of just like focused on swim okay
3: but because
2: my parents are so strict um like the only people that I really like hung out with were my sisters, so we're really close, and we're still really close.
0: Um. How, this would be a question for both of y'all. Uh, and Claire kind of touched on it earlier, but what was it like to be Filipinox in your school or neighborhood or your area? Did were you like as a, like when you were younger? Were you like aware? Of it? you're a ex or you know you feel different do we are we able to fit in and why why do you think that you felt that way when you're younger you don't you could just be like oh i don't know why i felt that way but yeah talk elaborate more on that um
1: well okay well like i said before i was like probably one of two uh, Philippine, uh kids in our school um i mean i don't know if he was fully because like the kid that i knew he was only half so mm-hmm. and i don't know if he actually acknowledged that part of his the uh, family or that side of his culture so like to me i felt like the only one um mm-hmm. it was low-key kind of hard growing up like especially in new jersey it was kind of i don't want to say like difficult but it was just like I feel like people couldn't wrap their heads around the fact that i wasn't chinese or japanese or vietnamese like i feel like some of them have never heard of filipino before because like the first thing they asked me is like oh what type of asian are you so, <laughs> just, like
0: I'm same same like, every just, time like, on the pickup court
3: they're like
1: that, you, oh my god dude like always like uh like that was, like, the first question I would always get, like, it was, like, pretty rough, like, it, it, okay, not rough, it was just, like, tedious having to explain that, explain to them that, like, oh, I'm not any of those, I'm Filipino, like, mm-hmm. it, so, like, I had to go in a whole, like, not a tangent, but, like, just to explain to them that, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, an Asian country in Asia, like, you know, just, like, the basics of it, Um but, yeah, and then they're, there'd be people who'd ask me like, oh, can you speak Filipino or like Tagalog and stuff? And like, to me, it was just like, now that I look back at it, it's more like, they kind of just like, I don't want to say, uh, of course they didn't treat me badly. They were just like genuinely curious, but like, to me, it felt like I was just like something like, I guess, in in some, one term, like exotic or something foreign, like that they- You felt like, isolated, yeah. you felt yeah, isolated. Like, yeah, like kind of like that so that that was pretty yeah and dude yeah it was just like it it was to me it was just kind of tiring and it got I think it reached the climax once um this may be a little like content heavy a little content learning but like pretty much what happened was I got like a call and it was like some kid and it was a block number and they said a bunch of like racial slurs to me and I could never, we could never trace the number back. So like, I've always had that like message in my phone until like you know until I got like new phones. But it was pretty bad. Like the things the kid said was.
0: How old were you? Old were you? <sighs>
1: Middle school. Uh, I'd say about seventh grade, sixth grade. So, uh,
0: so yeah, I think it it, rough. it, it yeah. definitely would have like stayed in your head because like you're getting older like you're kind of like yeah you're becoming more aware of who you are your culture and like what it means to you and like you're developing that meaning so when people like you know especially at that age where it's not like you're not old enough to be like have a like a thick skin you're also not young enough to be like like to forget about it and like just like not care you're at that point where you're like kind of forming who you are or like on the verge of and so when people like you know say those things it's kind of like it's just ingrained in your head because like i must have been i must have been like rough
1: yeah i mean like at first it was more so like i didn't really care about it at first i was just like oh it's okay it's like it's not worth my time or energy you know Mm -hmm. but then like it got to the point where it kind of like affected my mom because Mm -hmm. she was actually the first one to like hear the message because what happened was my phone I left my phone downstairs and like my mom picked up the phone and she like answered the unknown call because like you know who knows maybe it's just like a telemarketer or something Mm -hmm. well she answered it and like they didn't answer but they left a voicemail and like she listened to the voicemail and it was like literally just slur after slur and it was like so bad so then she got really worried and like that was to the point where she brought it to the cops blah, blah blah And like that's when I started to realize like how bad it was, and like I was like, "Oh, like, this is bad, like that's not me, you know, type of thing, like all the things that they said. Um, but yeah that, that, honestly to to just like sum it up, like that was probably like the roughest part growing up was that was just that whole situation. Um, but other than that, it was just like more so like teaching others in a way, like about who I am and who, like what my culture was, um, which was kind of fun in, in, in some aspects. Like, yeah, I'm glad they're like, we're willing to learn and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. sorry for that, all that content. No, <laughs> so, nah, yeah. nah, I had um, like a s-
0: very similar experiences, like when that when I moved here. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people watching might've had similar experiences too like just like kind of like breaking the barrier of like if you're not Chinese or Japanese then what are you like yeah. cuz it's only like those are the moments where, like like when you grow up i feel like or when people grow up that's like the two asian countries that people know and it's like
2: oh yeah oh my gosh. No. I someone coming up to me and asking me i was so confused they said wait so are you asian china or philippine i was like what are you, what? <laughs> First of all, I am not the entire country of China, low but, key that- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nor are you the entire country of Asia.
3: Yeah, I was like, what? Was
0: that even, like, low-key, was that even
1: coherent, like, English? Like, something understandable? Like, I don't know if that made
3: sense. I
2: was like, I, I get what you're trying to ask me, but I am not answering this question because this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh do you, yeah, oh my god.
0: How did you feel at the jazz? Or was that or was that just a regular thing or just like a one-off thing when people ask you that or
2: Uh I feel like it was only something that would happen when I was like meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um So, I feel like it wouldn't happen that often. I mean, um like my childhood, I grew up in a predominantly white community and there's like one instance that I remember because I feel like as a kid, like, at least for me, all I wanted to do, like, all I wanted was just to feel like accepted, you know,
3: mm-hmm. like,
2: I remember, I think it was like the second grade, we had this day called like cultural day, and everyone had to like bring in a dish from like culture. And I remember like going home and telling my mom, like, please, please do something that's <laughs> like, like, good. Like that, that, they're gonna like because I was so worried that like I was gonna bring something and then they were gonna be like, "Ew, like what is that?" You know. And
0: every time I bring I, in my I don't balance. Know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: honestly,
3: yeah.
0: like why are you eating um, rice and bacon <laughs> for lunch?
2: like at age, I feel like the most common thing that I would remember from elementary school was kids being like, "Oh, so you eat dog, right?" Like, oh, and I hate that. Question. Because I was like, w- when <laughs> and so yeah, that cultural day was very important to me. Like, mm. because I just wanted the kids to think that, like, like I was cool or like my culture was cool. Oh, uh, um, and because you know, like the Italians had it easy; they would just bring a pizza, and like, <laughs> of course, everyone's gonna love that. I was like, man, <laughs> <was like>, yeah, <laughs> if I. <laughs>
3: You could just bring up pizza. This would be so much fun, but no.
0: Oh my god! It's not even um, homemade pizza from like Pizza
1: Hut or something. Coming from New Jersey, like every single Italian kid would bring something either pasta or pizza related. Like it was so bad, I was like, "What?" It's like, "Is that all y'all eat?" Like, that's it.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: No, but I feel like once I got to high school, it it got a lot better because. When I moved to Oxnard, um, in Oxnard, there is like a military base there. So there's a lot more Filipinos. Um, and so that was kind of cool and kind of not at the same time because mm-hmm. like it was still a pretty small community. So like we all kind of knew each other even if we went to different schools. But because of that, like, I feel like everyone just knew everyone's business, you know? Cause like people's like moms are friends and then like, they're like, Holy Oh Christmas. man, that's- they failed their math and like I don't know what to do. And then like someone from another school would be like, Oh my god, did you hear fail their mouth lesson." And I would be like, Man <laughs> You can't keep no secrets here.
1: Loki, key. once Low key all the Thetas and moms <laughs> like come together, like it's over. It's over for everyone.
0: Everyone's business is just getting like
1: It's like you get business, you get business, everybody gets business.
0: Um all right, so we're gonna move on to our uh, what high school is like, which I think just also touched on like briefly. And the first thing before we like actually talk about your high school experience was like, were there any anything that you took from like before your like high school, before like high school like that you took with you that like kind of formed who you were going into it like. So basically I'm talking about like influences because I don't know for me, there's like an ongoing joke on sort of like, oh, like it's, it's like the basis of like, it's like, oh, you only, oh, I'm only your friend because I fit my personality and like I have like a different character or like, I don't know. I don't know how to like coherently say this, but like you kind of like have different versions of yourself. people not not that you're changing yourself but you're more like say like this this guy you're talking to is like oh like i'm like into basketball and stuff so i'll be more like basketball mode and like talking about playing with them you know what i mean yeah i got you but in in terms of this question it's like what type not not necessarily a high school stereotype you know like the jocks or whatever but i'm not not necessarily saying that but like what were you what what things did you <clears throat> bring with you like that formed like what you thought you were going to be in high school? Like if you wanted to be, of course, you want to be accepted and like kind of cool and have friends and stuff. What what were you like and what were you like and like why? What formed you into? What made you think like, oh, this is the person I want to be in high school. This is cool. I gotcha.
1: Um... Well, for one thing, I think coming into high school, I started to really embrace more and embrace like more of who I was. Mm-hmm. So if you went to high school with me, I was like the very, like, I was like the all around guy. Like I mm-hmm. hung out with like anyone. I always said hi to everyone type of thing. Like I never stopped
2: huh. He said
1: popular. <laughs> Yo chill show. No, I was not pop okay, no, I really was not popular. Prom king.
0: <laughs> prom court, actually. I was never prom king. But anyway. <laughs> uh, some people have the privilege. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah, I was just like the all-around guy. Like just like you said, like for me, it's like I kinda like switch modes, but it's not like it doesn't change like who I am it's just, like, I guess more so, like, the context of a conversation would, like, like, my tone, and, like, how I sound, and, like, how I, like, display myself would be different when I'm talking to someone, so, like, when I'm talking to someone, like, on the football team, or the basketball team, like, it's completely different than me talking to someone, like, who I play instruments with, or who I have regular conversations with, so, like, It really like fluctuates for me. And like for me, I think I started to realize like it's not that I wanted to be like every single one of those, like, you know, your stereotypical like high school like uh characters type of thing. Um it was more so like I want to be able to make that person feel comfortable when they're talking. So when I'm talking, of course I'm gonna change the way I sound the way my tone is, like, how I present myself, like, just to make the uh, conversation more comfortable, so, like, I've learned how to do that, like, pretty much throughout high school, and try and, like, make sure I'm not being too overwhelming or too intimidating to the person that I'm talking to, Um, even the same thing with teachers, like, I don't, obviously, I don't want to sound overly aggressive and give them all these questions, but, I also want to make sure i want to listen to them and stuff like that so like it was Balanced. just like a, yeah it was like a thing for me to like make sure everything balances out so the conversation can like flow in itself um
0: was there anything yeah, that influenced yeah. you that way like for me all right go like starting okay when i was younger i was already watching like friends and stuff and <laughs> It's a very, like, I have opinions of it now that are different from, like, when I was younger. Like, it's a very, like, I hold it close to my heart and it's dear to me and it's, like, very nostalgic, but now I'm like, what is this humor, bro? I can't laugh at it anymore. Like, it's still, like, it's still heartwarming and, like, some moments are definitely funny, but it's, like, it's not, is it really, like, the things I watch now are, like, (laughs) like South Park and stuff like that so it's definitely like the humor is like on a whole another level Yeah. like and like Dave Chappelle and stuff like that but what I'm what I'm trying to say or trying to lead to is like since I watched that when I was like younger and then uh middle school and stuff I I really gravitated and really loved Chandler and like I would pick up some of his like like behave like his behavior, his like um, like quirks, his like habits, or like sometimes sometimes even the things he says. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I find myself being like sarcastic, and I'm like, am I really like this, or is it just like <laughs> I'm trying to like emulate that? Yeah, which isn't yeah, but that's what I mean when I say like what what. So you said you're all about like you know balancing stuff. Is there any anyone anything show book whatever that you read that influenced you to be like? Like a character or anything that's like, oh yeah, like, I kind of like want to emulate this type of like aura around you that's like, you know, Mm. not like be that person, but like have like some sort of like effect because you thought like, oh my God, they're cool or like whatever, for whatever reason, like you just wanted to like be similar to that. Because I feel like as a kid, when you're going to high school, especially, yeah mm. well what I is thinking or unless, <laughs> unless you have one I think Jess can like talk about um what you're like in high school and like what influenced you too
2: geez <laughs> okay so I think going into high school uh I like especially because I moved to Oxnard for high school mm-hmm. so I I feel like I internalized a lot of like experiences that i had like the negative experiences that i had in middle school and elementary school and i basically stopped wanting to fit in i was just like you know what i'm don't care about any of these people i'm just gonna put my head down and i am gonna get out of here i was like oh <laughs> so um i i didn't really put a lot of effort into getting to know a lot of people um and i kind of just like gave up on like trying to connect with others, like, I kind of just, like, I accepted that, you know what, like, I'm never gonna fit in with any of these people, and that's fine, like, I'm gonna just do my own thing, and, like, and even when I would meet people, I feel like this is, like, a really bad quality that I, I wish I didn't do, because I feel like I didn't appreciate, um, like, the time that I had, um, so, like, I didn't really make an effort to go to, like, any of the games or any of the dances or you know, just do any of the high school things mm-hmm. and like even people that were really nice to me I would treat them like they were temporary because in my head they were like I, I was gonna leave Oxnard I was never gonna like know these people anymore um and I don't think it was until I attended Fierce as a mentee that mm-hmm. I realized how much I was craving that sense of community, and so after attending Fierce, that's why when I was, when I came back, I was so inspired to like start like Filipino clubs in my high schools, mm-hmm. um, because like like I said, like I already knew that there were Filipinos like in my area, um, but there was just n- nothing that was really like tying us all together, and I feel like that was kind of like the turning point of my high school career which was all didn't happen until like the beginning of my senior year because I attended the spring of my junior year um but yeah so I feel like senior year was like although it was short that was my only real like high school experiences that's when I went to everything that's when I wanted to be a part of like my community and um, that's when I realized like just how much I took all that other time for granted Mm yeah but in terms of like influence um I think the time that I would interact with people I because I didn't want to put effort into like having to explain myself or my culture I kind of would just rely on stereotypes like like Ryan's videos back then you know how like a lot of his humor is like some of these stereotypes of like Asian Americans I would kind of just like play with that like oh yeah like i'm a bad Asian because i hate math or like things like that which is kind of problematic but obviously like i didn't know any of that until like later on
0: yeah <clears throat> no yeah. yeah that's fine like you know like we didn't like i i don't know the information i have now so like when i look back on that it's like yeah i did that but it's like i didn't know better i the information we have now is like you know of course you wouldn't do that but i'll uh just to like comment on like you know like not fitting in and stuff, and I feel like especially f- for y'all being like you know born here and stuff, it's like you guys don't have like a lot of like you're not surrounded by a lot of uh, of the philippin community and like and everyone that's growing up and every kid or whatever, like y'all crave like you know fitting in and like. You know, just being a part of something, and it's evident when you guys are like growing up. You can kind of tell, like, I don't really fit in with these people. Like, you you fit in as the best you can. Like, you know, you, you play basketball with them, blah blah blah. It, it, and there's still like friendships and connections you've like made, but it it doesn't. What do you call it? Like, you don't have like some sort of like I don't know, like advisor or mentor type figure in your life that's like. That what, it's going through the same things as you, and you can, like, ask them, like, you know, questions or, like, and see and, like, learn from them. And I think that's just bob a good point of, like, you know, fears and, like, you know, seeing that community and, like, it's okay to, like, you know, not necessarily fit in with the people that you don't really feel. Like, of course, make a conscious effort to, like, you know, still be, like, friendly and stuff, but it's important to, like, know that there's other people like you out there and, like, you can make a community within that and, you know, build on that, which is, thing I admire what Attajai said. It was, like, after going to Fierce, it's, like, oh, let's, you know, wanted to do more things to, like, get people together because it's important. Like, it's, it's like, you guys all lived in, like, diverse backgrounds and stuff and I'm sure a lot of people have too and, you know, you make connections there, like I said, but there's something different with like being around people that are like you, that look like you, you know? It's just like you kind of like share all very like similar experiences and you can, you're better, you're better off like having that with you than not having that with you, that makes sense. You might be completely lost, but it's really good to have that.
1: No, I felt that like high school is when I started really like uh, diving deep into like my own culture. So it got to a point where I was like, hmm, I should join like the Filipino youth group that like Mm -hmm. that uh, was provided in the Filipino like org that my parents were in. So my mom was like, oh, why don't you um, try this out, go to certain meetings, see what it's like. I absolutely dreaded it. I did not like the meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, It was definitely a lot different than what I had imagined it to be. Um, Not to say that the people were bad. They weren't. It was just like how it was structured and more so the content that they talked about. It was very there was a sense of community, but like, then again, it was more so like very materialistic. Very surface level. Yeah, it was very surface level. A lot of the things that they talked about, Um, they really just cared about their own org in general type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of like leads, well, for me, that kind of like gave me a reason why I didn't want to join KP my first year. I think that was like one of the things that like, had like I had like an internal conflict with was like deciding whether to join KP or not because of like what I experienced with the other Filipino club that I was in so I was just like dang do I really want to like go through that again and like waste my time like literally like we barely had meetings and every time we had a meeting it was like oh we just have to help like the actual like or like the larger Filipino org like set up for like an event or something like that like, the youth group never really had their own thing, you know? It was more so still sur- supervised by, like, the the elders.
3: Mm. So,
1: yeah, it was just, <clears throat> I don't know. But, like, I love KP. And, like, just to bring back the point of, like, Jesus, uh, about the whole community aspect, I was like, that's what, like, honestly what I've been looking for when I came into college was trying to find like that certain space and that certain um, community that I can just like be around whether it be online or in person you know type of thing and it was just what I needed it, it's not to say that like you know I didn't take those experiences I had for like granted but like it's definitely something that I needed and wanted. And what I've been looking for, honestly, since I joined like my second year. And it's been fun. It's like I say this a lot and I tell and and I tell um underclassmen this a lot. It's like when you're in college, especially when you find that space. And so for me, for us it's KP. Um but like you start to talk to people and you feel like you've known them for like 10, 15 years. Like you pretty much you feel like you've known them you're like majority of your life you know yeah, yeah. So, like it gets to that point <clears throat> once you feel that it's like this is like something that you want to like be around and kind of see
0: grow that know? with you when i came in last year yeah <laughs> I, I swear we had a talk around like we did it was like or, it was, i was just talking about basketball and then yes. after that a small, interaction, small interactions, small interactions <laughs> and i'm like calling you cute on your freaking instagram post and i'm like like that you know what I mean it's like just like it's piggyback piggyback what you're saying like really immerse yourself and like try to find your group your your community because it feels it feels good like and they might not even help you like academically or whatever but it just feels nice to have someone there that you know you could probably just hit up and like you know in like you grow this like relationship with them, and just feel like they have your back. You know, it feels nice, especially from <clears throat> coming from out of state. I was like, "True, who the hell am I gonna like know here? Like, I don't know anyone here." But you know, it all worked Dude, out. <clears> I felt <throat> the
1: same way, and now I know like at least ten people from Oxnard now. Like, it's actually
2: yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know there's that many people from my area. Like. When I was coming here, I was like, okay, I know it's close. But, I mean, I don't know anyone personally. Except for Sheila. I knew Sheila was coming. But Sheila yeah. and I didn't, like, know, know each other. Because um, Sheila was a lot more involved in Key Club than, like, like, she didn't really, like, go to a lot of, like, our Filipino club stuff. At least from, like, what I saw. Um, so, I knew her from Key Club. But I didn't know know her, you know. And so, I came in here, like, KP. Yeah, it's a fresh start. No one knows me here. No <laughs> one
3: knows
2: I was ugly in high school. Like, no.
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, when people talk about like Key Club, I don't know what that is.
1: Yo, low key, coming yeah. from the East Coast, people talk about all these things, and I'm like, I like,
2: don't know what, like. what that is. Do you have like Interact or something?
1: We no. have. I have Interact at my school, no. yeah.
0: No, I did not.
2: Service Club, basically.
0: All right. Um, in high school, was there a point where you felt like you're changing your identity, or like, necessarily maybe not even just changing your identity, but you you felt like you were growing. Like, well, when did you? Uh, there's probably multiple points, or maybe just one, but like, give me like, <clears throat> just like describe like that moment for you of like like you changing your identity or like you you know just growing and by changing identity it doesn't have to be like I don't think it's a bad thing especially when you're younger it's like you're finding how you want people to perceive you and sometimes what you thought was cool and like blah 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 you know sometimes it's not having the same effect that you would have would like to have on people and like I felt that for me at least or I was like I felt like I wasn't and I I don't know I wasn't like now I my main thing is I want to make people laugh I want to like make people smile and laugh and like just make them feel comfortable I felt like before I was just like very like shy I was very shy I to the point where like when I was little like I would go to like my mom's friends like houses and there'll be like kids there and i'll just be like in the corner and like hide behind my mom or something
3: cool
0: but is there any <clears throat> okay but any, anyway like is there any point where you've you felt like you were changing your identity or like you were growing and describe it
3: mm. Mm.
1: Like, I know I kind of have to dig into my brain and like figure out that moment real quick.
0: Or you, or you might have just like you know had minimal. I'm not saying you didn't grow a lot, but like the way that you were that you started high school <laughs> is like this is the trajectory that you've always been on. Because some people, that's the reason I ask this question. Some people like have like a thing where like. They go. They start a certain way and then they're like, okay, scratch that, completely different, boom. Or you, you could have been always like, this is the trajectory you're always on. So you might have not st- felt it as strong, strongly. What about you at the Jess? Well, I could go back to Eric, but yeah.
2: Um, is this specifically like high school or just in general?
0: Uh, High school for now. If not high school, then we can, yeah.
2: like i said um like going in high school i was very kind of just like focused on my own thing Mm -hmm. i was um like something that was really unique about my high school was we had career academies that you could apply to as a freshman Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and then like interview in and then you would if you got in you would be cohorted for like the rest of your high school career and so that's like the majority of what I meant by like, I kind just of did my own thing. I kind of fo- like focused a lot on my studies and like, um, bettering myself and like growing professionally because, mm-hmm. um, the Academy basically would ankle like all the classes we were taking, which is why we were cohorted, um, to be applied to this career field, which for me was the teaching and educational careers Academy. Cause I want, I want to be a teacher. Um, And so we like had um, different electives. Like we took like developmental psychology, which is kind of like child development. Uh, we took like teaching techniques, um, like history of education in the West. And then we had a lot of like internships in like our local schools. And so um, during high school, like my only goal was to be the best in my academy. Like I'm gonna, I'm going to like put 100% into every assignment. I'm not gonna talk to anybody, which is like was something that like I regret because it's like there's you're cohorted for a reason because you're supposed to be able to like make connections with these people and like become really close with these people. Like that's why you're having all these classes with them.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so that you can like help each other. Like, um, like especially like down the line, you know, all, everything that they say about um like networking and like
0: at the desk said um, rise and grind (laughs) (laughs)
2: like wake up go to school study sleep repeat that's it (laughs) and i feel like i was so boring because of that because i mean although i really appreciate all of the Uh um like experiences that i had in like furthering my career like that's why i feel like fierce is such a huge turning point for me because like that's the thing that made me realize that like, the other part of my life that like I was missing in this whole mm-hmm. was, like, that identity aspect That like identity aspect. Cause like at this point I was like basing my identity purely off of
0: Academics. Like my,
2: yeah, my academics, my, my career, like how hard I'm working, you know, like the capitalist mindset. Mm -hmm. like oh like if if I didn't get an A on every if I didn't get the top grade in every class I would feel so bad about myself and um so like senior year like that's when all that changed and like I I started being able to be a lot kinder to myself and like give myself a break for once um and just be able to like enjoy like where I was at and like the people I was with
0: yeah I really i relate to that in in that like i in high school at one point like my whole i feel like my whole personality was based on being like a student and just like getting grades and i'm like to like go out and like just be def- be free which kind of happened like you know i still had friends. i had friends obviously but like it would i don't know i i i thought that i didn't most of the time when it's the weekdays it's mostly like Home or, like, uh, go to school, do your work, blah, 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 go home, study, sleep, and then go back. That's for the weekday. Of course, weekends, maybe, but it was only, like, a once in a moment, even then. I felt like, I felt like I was my whole personality at, at that point was, like, just being a student when, like, as said, you know, you, you want those connections. You want, like, you know, you want to find yourself through other things other than just, like, you know, where well, it's not bad like kind of basing it off it but I feel like it's kind of kind of missing a lot of life if you just just focus solely on like you know being a student um okay Eric did you think of uh, a time or I don't think there was a specific or always no. perfect
1: <laughs> yo chill, chill 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 nah nah we not like that out here um uh-huh. I can't think of a specific time, but I guess, like, a general thing for me would have been, like, throughout high school, I really took, like, every and any relationship that I had with anyone, like, very personally, whether if I knew them for, like, only, like, a couple weeks, or whether we only talk, like, here and there, or whether we hang out and stuff like that. So, like, any real, like type of relationship that I had with anyone, like, I took very seriously. And, like, I always wanted to make sure, like, oh, like, I treat them, like, the friend, like, that they are and the person that I knew type of thing, right? Mm. Like, I think for me, what I started to realize is, like, not all those relationships are worth, like... Keeping. Yeah, worth keeping, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, there... It's a long story short. There is this one kid that, like, we are very opposite of one another. Like, I, I was... I was a kid who was, like, very all around and who liked talking to people a lot, who a very extroverted, um, but the kid that I knew, he was very introverted, so, like, he, like, always focused on himself, always in school, he was always at home, like, he just <laughs> stayed home, and, like, he never wanted to, like, come and hang out, even if I asked him if he wanted to, like, go outside, like, hey, you want to go bike around the neighborhood or something, like, you know, that type of stuff. And he never really did any of those things, and like we were completely opposite of one another and I would give him rides to school a lot because he never drove, like he never got his license by the time uh our high school career ended, so it was kind of weird, so like what I'm getting at is like a lot has changed between him and I, and like a lot of like opinions have been swayed back and forth, you know,
0: so I felt that it,
1: it got to a point where like I didn't like who he was and I just didn't think like he was worth being a friend like of course I'd like I'd love to like catch up with him like here and there but like not worth like hanging out with or like having like that bond like one-to-one like in person type of thing Mm -hmm. so I was just like should I just stop talking to this dude like like I'm just gonna like just cut off like I didn't tell him like I didn't want to be friends anymore like he ended up going to Berkeley and I came to SP so I just kind of cut it off like I didn't talk to him at all like I just like just stopped talking to him and then like he never called me or texted me or like asked hey or whatever so like it was just at that point I guess like I was just like hmm like I don't need to have all these relationships you know and like I started to realize that as like after high school because like you know, the people that I used to, like, talk to the most in high school, like, we wouldn't talk (laughs) after Mm -hmm. high school, like, we wouldn't, like, say hi, or, like, we'd probably comment on each other's, like, Instagram posts, but that was, like, the extent of it, so, like, I started to realize, like, these relationships, they're not broken, it's more so, uh,
0: your path's just, like, like, split. Yeah,
1: like, it was, it's just, like, the relationship wasn't made in the first place, it wasn't solidified in the first place, you know, Mm -hmm. and not to say that, like, I don't hate these people, I have no grudges, nothing against them, it's just, like, we just don't talk, like, I don't mind saying hi and catching up, like, when I see them in a store or something, like, I don't mind that, but I think, like, I started to grow as a person, like, at that point, because, like, I started to savor, like, the more solidified relationships that I had, the ones that were more balanced, and, like, what seemed like I was acquainted with like hundreds of kids in school turned out to be like only 10 of them. That mm-hmm. would actually be my friend, you know, mm-hmm. and that we would actually can constantly uh, talk to each other and constantly push each other just to like do better, you know. So and I think at that point I was just like, I'm fine with the amount of people that I know. Like, that's it. Like,
0: yeah. Um, what did you What did y'all feel about yourself then versus how you feel about yourself looking back at, at that point did you did you did y'all feel you know you know i you know it was a it was a good high school experience in that i grew and you know like that, that, that could be what you're thinking now but what did you think of yourself then, like looking at yourself in this high school? It was like, how did you view yourself? I thought just could take a crack first. Wait, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh,
2: what is going on? Oh, there it is. Okay, cool.
0: There it is. Okay.
2: Oh my gosh! Okay. Podcasting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Honestly, I feel like in the moment, like at the time, um, I feel like I was really just like the way I thought about myself was kind of like, oh, like I don't need anybody. <laughs> because <laughs> honestly like i think it's also like older like oldest child syndrome too it's like i've been so used to taking care of myself for like a long time it's like because like i grew up with like, a mom and so um like a lot of like like the other like co-parenting responsibilities like fell on me like i i i really like would pride myself in like how much i was doing because i also like was working like in school like basically since I was able to work. Um, and so I would really pride myself in like how much I was doing to um, like help my family. And because of that, because of like those feelings, I, I I was always in that like, I'm a strong, independent woman, I don't need no one. Like <laughs> my mom would always say that because you know, like <laughs> she'd be like, Chesrat, you don't need no man. I'd be like, <laughs> and so in high school I was like You right <laughs> <laughs> in high school I was like, yeah, I'ma do my thing. I don't mean no one. Uh and like I used to think I was so cool, like, uh I was like, you know, like I'm different, <laughs> like oh, I'm too cool for all of this stuff. Um I'm a lone wolf but looking back at it now like how yeah I, this, I think it was just i was so lonely <laughs> I, because like i never really had any like lasting friendships other than like my sisters which is why mm-hmm. i was so attached to like that image of me being like this this like superhero type of person for them when in reality like i'm just like like they did a lot more for me than, like, I probably did for them, and they don't even know that, you know? Um, oh, now they do. No. Like, I mean, We've had about this. My sisters and I love going into, like, our childhood trauma and, like, unpacking. So we have these conversations. But, but no, but, yeah. What fun so, like,
0: conversations.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, I feel like, like, because of how isolated I've always been, is because like growing up, um, a lot of the reasons why my parents were so strict about me getting close to people was they they just didn't trust a lot of people, and like they were trying to like put that onto us, like be very wary about who you trust. But by nature, I was at least in comparison to my sisters, like I was always the one that cared the most about like what other people thought of me, and like wanting to be accepted. Cause like my sisters were always like, who cares, like this is a thing. But I did. And so I think going into high school, it was me trying to like push that off. Of me. Like I don't care what anyone thinks. Um, and like the results, I feel like that's a result of just how lonely I was. Like I was, I was trying to compensate for how alone I felt by like making myself out to be like this like independent, like doesn't need anybody type of person. And it honestly, like when I think about it, it just makes me feel sad like for like my high school self because like, especially seeing how much my family has evolved and like how much open they've become to like, um, like more relationships and also just like strong relationships with each other. Like it makes me feel like maybe if like I did try to put more effort into this thing, Maybe my experience could have been different, or like my mindset could have been different, you know.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm just smiling because Eric keeps on, like muting himself. Uh, the the dog
1: won't stop barking, so I was just like, uh.
0: he "Wants to be part of the podcast? It's fine." Um, <laughs> I uh back in what at the said like I I feel like a lot of people can relate to that in terms of like. Looking back in college, where you thought of yourself you thought of yourself a one way and like and now you think you you look back on it and it's like obviously like there are parts that are like are good and like really great, but you can you can kind of look back in retrospect and be like, i really where I am now, i mean hopefully this is for everyone where you kind of like um you have like at least are starting to or you feel like it? like you have that thing that you thought you were lacking in high school where like you know you have that community you have like those connections and you could still be like that like rising grind be like I don't care about nobody I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna like work and work and work and do my thing and like be successful but to also have like those people with you like a group with your community with us like has your back and like also has like a similar mentality of like let's work let's, work, let's be successful let's do things i feel like
2: you know no, difference now between like my mentality now versus then is like the purpose like my purpose before was like i'm gonna do this because i have already had experiences that people don't like me so i'm gonna not like them first so they don't get a chance to, like, reject me. I'm going to reject them. Uh-huh. And then, like, I'm going to get out of here. Like, that was my mindset. Whereas my mindset now is more like everything that I'm doing now is going towards, like, a common goal. And, like, like that ultimately is like is, like, for, like, my community, you know? Which is why, like, these connections that I have now are so, like, special to me. Because, like, I think it's the first time in my life that, like, I really feel like I'm a part of something that in like return is going to like benefit more than just like ourselves.
0: Which is a good lesson like the people like watching of like, if you're like in high school, it's like, it's not, it's not the end, make it the best as you can, but there's so, mu- there's so much more that's like gonna come to you and like, you- you're you gonna grow. It'll be- everything will be like, okay. Uh, okay, Eric, what about you?
1: well i mean along the lines of that it's just like i like i I would like to tell myself that i'm gonna grow regardless but just keep in mind that you know there are things that you're gonna experience that you probably didn't think you'd experience you know so just like just try and like make it the best you can like i mean for me in high school, like I tried to do that like as much as I could. I tried to keep it as positive as I could, despite like anything that like, despite anything negative that would happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I, I think just like me having, trying to like keep those relationships was just a result of me being like isolated in a way, you know, just be like, I, I didn't have like a certain group like, as much as I, like, went to, like, every single group and talked to every single one of them, like, I didn't, I didn't stay with a single group. It was literally just me, honestly. Um, and i go back home, and then like, it'd just be, like, nothing ever happened, like, you know, it's just, it's just like, me again when I go back home. Um, but when I look back at myself, it's, like, okay, like, you, you've done the best you could, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I think the effort that I tried to put in, maybe, maybe to some extent, maybe a little too much, but, like, then again, it's like, at least you were, like, you were trying. And, yeah. you know, all the experiences that I have had in high school, I was just, like, I, I wanted to make it memorable for myself. Because I know, like, there's a lot of people who absolutely dreaded high school, absolutely hated high school hated it for what it was you know I was like yeah yeah. like like Jess said there was people who would be like I'm just trying to graduate at this point you know (laughs) type of thing so like you know like I didn't despise those people of course I want to graduate too I was just like damn that's like a whole like that's like a completely different way of looking at things you know because like at that point it's like wow we really got to focus on ourselves eventually we got to really like rise and grind <laughs> like, also, um but yeah I, like i tell myself like i'd give myself a nice pat on the back for like at least trying to do the things that i tried to do um but then again just give the necessary advice needed for the experiences that i've gone through
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah okay one last question before we get into our game segment oh, um what was the college process like for me holy like oh uh, my dad my dad's like a what do you call it he's like he's strict but he's also like fair and he's also like i'm i don't know if anyone feels this way, but like when people tell me what i'm What I need to do while I'm about to do it—it's like a pet peeve. I'm like, don't tell me that what I'm about to do. I hate that. Like, I hate, I hate that. But like, even then, I know. But in the back of my like, at that point, I'm not thinking like, oh, he's doing this because he loves me. He just wants to remind me and stuff. I'm just like, don't need to tell me. But then, but then I also, but I, I, but then I'm also blinded. I blind myself to the fact that well you're not really doing it too so like there are times where of course i'll be doing it but there's also a good majority of times where i'm like not doing it and i need that reminder but every time my dad just talks i'm like which i need to like be better at but what i'm trying to say is like since like maybe like sophomore year or like junior year he was like he's all, he's the one doing like the college like Oh, like, do this, do this, 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 this. And I'm just kind of, like, riding... He's, like, the bus driver. I'm like, the, I'm, like, just riding the bus. And it's, like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And it was, honestly, a rough experience for me. Per- like, honestly. Like, it's the first time I've ever talked about this. But, like, I don't know. I, f- I wish I took more and, like... I gr- I grasped that experience more of, like... um. Like, the college application... I'm talking about the college application process where, like, I should have been more like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. You know, like, be, be, be the bus driver instead of just, like, riding off of my dad, you know? And I felt like, you know, I could have done better in terms of that. But, yeah, that's my God. college I, app- application. Yeah.
1: I've never related so much to that because, like, if we're designating roles right now, like my mom would be the bus driver, my dad is the chaperone on the bus, and I'm just there. Um, But, like, my mom was definitely a lot more proactive than I was, considering that I'm the one who's trying to go to college, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, of course I love that about my mom. Like, she loves, like, being proactive about everything and anything. Um, Something that I didn't really take up from my mom. (laughs) (laughs) at at certain times but um yeah like my mom would just press me so much about college 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 and I think it's like it's the pressure of like some parents like like some parents will pressure you to like get into like the best college as possible you know and it's like I know that it's like i like I know my own potential but also like I don't know like what other people see in terms of my own potential you know so, like, it's a different view. And I think what I realized, like, looking back at it, it's, like, that my mom saw a lot in me uh, when I was, like, applying to colleges. Like, my mom saw maybe a little too,
0: too much.
3: much. Like, That's my like um,
1: it was just, like, it got to the point where it was just, like, she started doing her own research on places, right? So, like, you know, coming from the East Coast, of course, like, people, a majority of people on the East Coast, School, like, IVs. Visit, like, like yeah like ivy schools or they'll go like down to florida or like the carolinas and stuff mm-hmm. like that. so like for me it's just like everyone else was just like going to the usual like places and stuff and it's just like where do i want to go like i did have this school in mind um but also it was kind of like the school that my mom had in mind so like it was just like that type of like influence that like kind of took me over a bit at one point Um, I mean, applying wasn't bad. Like it wasn't bad. Like I was, I was more or less proactive about it. Um, I would go to the counselor always like ask for help if I needed it and stuff like that. So like, that wasn't, it it was like, okay. But I think it was just the, like having your parents with you during the process was a little stressful. Um, my dad, like, like I said, he is a chaperone part of the, like riding the bus (laughs) analogy. But, like, he honestly – not to say that he didn't care. It's just, like, his mentality was get into college. I don't care which college you get into as long as you can get into college and get the education that you need. So, like, I, I like I appreciated that from my dad, knowing that, like, you know, he wants me to get that, like, secondary higher education, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I thought about it. I was, like, there's really no structure to that. Like Yeah.
0: And you need that balance. Yeah, it, like,
1: I, I was just like, yeah. that's cool and all. But like, I'd appreciate if like maybe there was a little bit of structure to it. Like you could tell me like what you prefer, maybe. Like, I don't mind if you tell me like what you prefer, I would go. I mean, like, I can see what I can do. But like, I, of course, there's places that I want to go to. So It's you
0: know, like your I, mom's here, your dad's here. You're looking yeah. for like something just like in the middle where it's like.
1: And it got to the point where like I applied to like God knows how many East Coast schools. Um, so there was that. And then it got to a point where we were talking about West Coast schools. And it was just a point during the college application process that I didn't think about. And I was just like, this is weird. Like, do I really want to go to California? And for me, like, long story short, the reason why I wanted to go to California was just because that, like, we had, we came here for vacation, and, you know, we went to the usual spot, San Francisco, LA. and I just vibed with the place, and I, like, immediately the first thing that popped into my head was, like, oh, what if I go to school here, right? God, like, even, like, looking at West Coast West Coast schools was even more stressful, but I understood that because, like, it's West Coast and it's across the freaking country, so, like, of course, my mom and dad would be worried, but, like, my mom did her own research, blah, 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 and it got to a point where we narrowed it down to, like, I'd say four schools, and I accepted the two of them, one of them obviously being UCSB, and I was just like, whoa, like, it was just a lot of, like, taking in, it was just like, whoa, this is, like, actually happening, like, I, these are things that I didn't expect my mom to, like, negotiate with, because like, I feel like she wouldn't have ever thought of me going west for school, so it was, it was like a very up and down experience in terms of applying to colleges, like very, very up and down. And like, of course there was points where I just wanted to be like, tell my mom and dad to shut up and just let me like do the things I need to do because like they're due. Um, but you know, it, it, it was very up and down. Uh, I don't think I could have any, at least in, in my perspective, any better experience than that. like. I, I truly am grateful for it. Like I probably, I definitely would have never met any of y'all if I had not decided to go like West, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, that was like a long conversation too about me coming to UCSB. That, no, was, like, that was good. Like, long cap- conversation.
0: It captures like the college application. process For me, like my, I, like I'm here and I'm like, like you, like I love everyone. And like, you know, I'm so grateful, but I wish I could have been more proactive. I don't know. Like I was hoping for that balance too of like, I hope they don't see too much potential in me and start going like overboard researching, but I also don't want like, you know, just like, oh, go to college. I'm like, well, you know, I I wish for that balance and like me being more, grabbing it so anyone out there watching please please be proactive okay I have to what was your college experience or college application experience like
2: I feel like my experience is like complete opposite of young just chill <laughs> my parents knew nothing about like US college uh-huh. how the process even works so like college was never like really a question like I always knew from like when I was a kid like that my parents expected me to go to college but they didn't really provide any guidance, like how to do it. And so this is where like my academy like really came in clutch because, because like we're all being kind of tailored to go into the career field of education. Like it's a requirement for you to go to college to uh-huh. achieve that. And so like part of our cohorted class was um, like our whole junior year of high school Um, I think it was like our second semester finals or something for my English class was to write like our college essays Mm -hmm. and like she would like guide us through it and like she's like showed us um, like all the prompts for like the UCs and um, and then like we like our I guess our final was we had to read one of them out loud to us and then like we could like offer critiques and stuff on like like how to portray what we're trying to say and those kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But, um, yeah, like, my parents were kind of just like, yep, go to college, do the thing. And I think like a lot of it for them was kind of, like, prestige. Like, especially um, so because my cousin, like, went to UCLA for, like, nursing. And she is, like, a doctor now. And, like, like doing everyone nursing- knows
0: what you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, everyone's <laughs> like, I everyone, I feel like everyone knows what at the Jazz is talking about of like yeah prestige.
2: so uh, it's like, it's little like little
0: reputation
2: like my parents were always kind of pushing me to like follow in her footsteps because um I guess of all the like my family members I was the most like her like we had very similar qualities very similar ambition and so all my aunties would always tell me, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're just, like, off the list. Like, you're going to be so successful. And then so when I was, like, I'm going to be a teacher, they were, like, what? <laughs>
3: the betrayal, you know?
0: Oh that's the thing. I feel like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people paper. experience that. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, comparing <laughs> you to, like, anyone else that's, like, they think deem, deems is like, a successful, like, thing of, like, like if if also if you like i mean i've never i feel like i've heard of it with some people but like if your parents especially like filipino parents of like uh you you they you like say like a job that's like not like a staple or like something they don't deem as like i don't know like High end like being fun. a do- being a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse, if you say like you know like something just like ambiguous and it's they're like, why you do that? why aren't being the blah, 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 blah? look look at this person that they're doing this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah,
2: yeah, and so like <coughs> like the further I got into like my high school career, especially like with my academy, like they were very proud of me, like I graduated valedictorian of my academy, and that like really meant a lot to my mom because. That's, uh, because I didn't take any AP classes, like, I couldn't be, like, to turn of, my, like, class. And so, like, that was, like, a small win for, like, me and my mom. So, like, I could, like, so I could, like show to her, like, see, like, this is something I'm good at, like, like, if this is something I'm passionate about, like, I could be both, like, happy and successful. I don't need to, like, do something just because of, like, like, the money, you know? And so, like, over time, they really have, like, become a lot more supportive. Um, but... Yeah, I feel like college apps were a lot more difficult for me. Uh, because when I was doing really at home, like there was really no one I could ask. And I'm the oldest, like I'm kind of the test run child, you know? It's like, oh, <laughs> she, like, oh God. But, like really though, like I remember recently, because my sister just like started going to college, like just this year, like she just started. I remember my mom, like she went to her orientation. Like she didn't even go to my orientation. Like I took a train here. And, like, I showed up by myself, like, but, I mean, there were other things going on at the time, like, she wanted to come, it was just, like, my family was not in the same, like, financial state that we are in now, so it was just, like, really difficult for her to, like, come, um, but, so she was able to go to, like, my sister's, and I remember her calling me and being, like, oh my gosh, you did all of this by yourself? Like geez, like I'm, I, I was like sitting in there and I was like, oh my God, this is all so confusing. <laughs> like, So she was like, oh my gosh, when you have time, like can we talk about like like the things that like you like had to figure out on your own so that like I could like help with like, your sisters. And I was like, no, yeah, like, definitely. We'll do the whole college one-on-one workshop. Like, <laughs> cause I really had to do trial and error for everything. Um, but yeah, my academy director really like was a lot of help in that. like. Um, he's actually like my advisor he's, he's someone that I uh, like catch up with very frequently because like obviously like he's like in the career field that I want and so like he's he was like the main like guiding figure in like my college application journey uh-huh. um, but,
0: yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have been more like that in terms of like being proactive it wasn't like I wasn't interested in going to college. Of course I was. I want – that was my – like, I, I know I'm going to go to college. It's just, like, I think at that point, I think I was just tired. I was just, like, yeah. drained from everything. Definitely. I was just, like, I, I, essay, 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 yeah. essay, essay,
1: essay.
0: Like, <laughs> more, like, I just don't want to do anymore. Right. But that's, like – but that's my biggest regret. So take – Get a college app seriously. Learn everything you need to know.
3: Please
0: take them seriously. Uh,
2: that's why I feel like, okay, sorry. Last yeah. thing for that is like, that's why I really feel like, like there's like, that, that experience has made me realize like there's really not like, I feel like there needs to be more resources in terms of like guidance.
3: Yeah.
2: Because like my academy, if it wasn't for that, I would have had no idea what I was doing, you know? Like if it wasn't for that structure that they gave me like, like oh like we're already doing our essays like the year before and like so that we can build on them and like edit them and then like they would even give us class time to like explain like okay like this is how the website works like these are the things you need to put like and even from the beginning I joined my academy like they made us make a um, like a like a powerpoint resume kind of where we would compile all of our achievements so that when college apps came around we already had it all in one place and like those are all like such useful tips that like I just, like, wish that, like, every high school student could have, like, had, you know.
0: That's something – I don't know. I don't know if this is for – because I'm not from California or – yeah. But, like, at least my general feeling is, like, a lot of high schools in California, I feel like, kind of has that. And there's, like, a – I don't know. Like, I feel like you guys are very, like, structured in that sense. And, like, you have, like, a – kind of like a – it's almost like a direct pipeline to like UCs and like California State things, and like yeah, okay. they help you out through that process. For me, like I was like, of course there'll be help, but it's like, what? Like I'm learning it during senior year, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, the like California is like structured in the like slowly but surely you'll you'll get what's going on and you'll learn how to do these things, yeah. and it 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 makes for a greater success rate in going to like. UCs or California State or what whatever it is. I feel like I don't know. I envy that from, yeah. you know, from like y'all's you y'all structure. All right. Our game segment. It's oh, gonna be God. like it's, it's gonna be quick. It's gonna be three rounds, or it's a best out of three, at least. Oh, so it's called categories, and Ooh. I'll you guys will be going, uh y'all will be going head to head and I'll have a category. I'll give it to one person and you have you have to like say how many you can name under that category. And then if the other person thinks, oh, I can name more, they more. You have 30 seconds each. And so like say I have to just go, I can name five. Okay, I can name six, seven, eight, nine. And then I just says nine. Okay, it's like no way, BS. And then I have to just has to name nine under 30 seconds or something like that. Oh God. So you have to keep in mind, like, even if it's like a lot of things that you can name, can you name it all in 30 seconds?
3: Oh, ah. <laughs>
1: oh God. Wait, so we have to say how many we can name before we actually name? The what? what? We, we have to say how much we can name before we actually name them?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I'll be counting, and I'll be what do you call it? Um, timing it. God. So the first category. <laughs> see, I I really thought about this. Um, <laughs> colors, and I don't want uh, only step like. What do you call it? Like asterisk is like you can't name like. Oh, light blue, dark blue. Has to be like a color name, you know? Oh god. I'll give it to At the first. How many colors can you name in thirty seconds? You can you can start low, can start high, but I would start low because yeah.
3: Oh,
2: okay. Uh, three seconds something. 30.
0: thirty. I could
2: do. Thirty seconds. Definitely five. I
0: could
2: definitely do five in thirty.
0: Okay. Okay, Eric. Six.
2: The house going to be. <laughs> You're going to go up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I can do eight. Okay,
0: Eric. This is supposed to be fat. Like, uh, I can't let you think about thought? the eight, eight? Yeah. I did not mean to like press you. I was just saying like, cause it'll be kind of like okay, yellow, red, blah blah blah, and I, you know what I mean. <laughs> that's why I'm saying like, when when it's time to like decide like the number, it's like blah blah blah, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. that's okay. Um, the jazz, eight colors. Um, timer starts now.
2: Red, pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, red, purple, uh, brown, gray, black. Okay.
0: White. Okay. <laughs>
2: I, did, I, I lost count of how many I was at, so I was like, shoot, cyan.
0: <laughs> you started naming all among us colors. You repeated a red, but then you started uh, doing all the colors. Okay, so I know. I was like, takes, all right, I just takes um, round one. Let's see.
3: Yeah.
0: Next is NBA teams.
3: Oh wow. <laughs>
0: I'll, okay, okay, no no, no no no, it's fine, it's fine. Ooh, I'll do okay. sports. Name as many like okay. sports as you can. I'll start with okay come game name. Sports.
2: Okay. Seven. 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 <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll go with eight because I'm not sure. Just
0: do a quick it. tip of, like, look at Olympic sports. <laughs> Think of Olympic sports. <laughs> yeah. Nine.
2: Nine. Okay, eight.
0: Nine, two, the jazz. Ten. Oh.
1: That's interesting. You're going to take her take it. <laughs> I'll go 12. Ooh.
2: Oh my God,
0: I definitely could not do 12, go. Okay, give me a sec. Okay. All right, ready? Kirk um, Eric said he can name 12. All right, three, two, one, go. Baseball,
1: basketball, football, rugby, cricket, handball, ping pong, tennis. Um, oh shoot, oh, skeet, like skeet shooting. Um, track and field, swimming uh 10 seconds sparkling.
0: okay you got it
2: yeah
0: okay <laughs> all right i I'm you got nervous
2: okay Keep
0: falling. okay oh god last one would be vegetables how many vegetables can you name in 30 seconds? At the judge, you go first.
2: Okay, I'm going to start with five again.
0: Okay.
1: I'll say seven.
0: Okay. Nine. Okay.
3: <laughs> Ten. Ten.
2: <laughs> uh...
0: 11. Okay. <laughs> 11 vegetables. Shit, can I
1: even name a lot of vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you go, Jez.
0: 11.
3: Oh, you. <laughs> <it>? Eleven. Okay. <laughs> You're
0: trying to bait your kids a name. She all
1: wants right. me to name like 15 vegetables.
2: Oh, okay. all, all right. What is a vegetable? Hmm? There's things that I thought were vegetables that, like, by, like, textbook definition, technically aren't vegetables, but they're still considered. are vegetables.
3: Vegetables.
0: What vegetables. I'll consider vegetable. I, it's fine. It's okay, exactly.
2: <laughs> fine. Okay. All right. Uh, Did you say
0: 11? 11, I guess.
2: 11.
0: Yep. Three, two, one, go.
2: Green beans, peas, um, edamame, eggplant, lettuce, kale, carrots, um. Corn, um, blah, 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 blah. bok choy, um, uh, blah, blah, blah. what are those called? The the. Shoot! Ah! Ten seconds. <laughs> huh? Um. Wait.
0: What? Okay. Five seconds.
2: Um. Oh my gosh! I swear. I it's over.
3: <laughs>
2: you got um, ten.
0: You had ten.
2: I'm so close.
0: Okay, Eric coins. I won. I won by a by a margin, by a slim margin. <laughs> All right. Uh, your prize is um next next pick that drops of you, fierce. The fierce IG page likes that. <laughs> what? Uh, god. Wait, what? Wait, I Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I, I was joking I was like, uh, since he won, um. Anytime uh the next pick that he drops, Eric, the fierce uh, fierce page will like that. Glad oh him. Okay. Oh my god. Um I'm gonna talk about college.
3: College. Woo uh
0: how and how is your college experience as of now? Talk about classes, friends, extracurriculars. Memories, moments, hobbies, yeah. Anyone can go first? Okay, I
3: think. Try to paint. Try to
0: paint like a good image of what UCSB is like through your experiences.
2: So, mm-hmm. do you need more time to think?
0: You you can go at the jazz.
1: I, I, not, well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, you can go if you want.
2: Okay, okay, I'll go. Um. Hmm. I mean I feel like each year of my college experience has been very different but I mm. also feel like KP has had a really huge influence on it so I'm not sure if it would like completely portray like all of UCSB like or like the UCSB experience more than mm. just, like, just KP experience <laughs> mm-hmm. um but one thing I can say was is that um like, I feel like in these past couple of years, like, I've ex- probably experienced the most growth that I've ever had, like, in my whole life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And because of that, um, I feel like I've gotten a pretty good, um, like, experience with, like, a lot of, like, on-campus resources. Mm-hmm. So my first year, I came in as a second-brain major, UBS, and to be honest, like, like I mentioned, like way before, I was kind of the type of person where I didn't like doing things that I wasn't good at,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: so that was like a huge shock to me. Like, especially like someone who like came out of high school like never really having to study that much, like just getting like I w- I literally would be gone for a whole week, come back, and then still ace the test, and like that was like the type of person I was, and so like coming into college and like having to take chem, and then like it being so different like, which is this huge shock, and, like, I did really, really bad my entire first year, and, like, I feel like my whole first year, I was, like, a, really in denial, um, and I was also, like, a very all-or-nothing person, so, like, a lot of that was because I was, like, putting a lot more energy into, um, like, my KP relationships, like, going to events, and new people, so I would always, like, put school as, like, a second Mm-hmm. Uh, like auction for me mm-hmm. to like spend my time and then um, I also kind of just like blamed it on like other things it was like oh like it's not because like it's hard for me it's just because like I'm not putting the effort in because like I'm I'm um, like focusing on other things and you mm-hmm. know what it's my first year it's fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going into my second year I was like okay so like I, I really gotta like focus now And so I went to, I took some workshops that they have in the SRB. They offer, like, time management workshops and, um, like, how to study, like, a Mm -hmm. study skills workshop, because that was something that I realized, like, at the end of my first year, I was reflecting, and I was like, no, you know what, like, I really just... So those workshops were really helpful and, like, um, like, gave me a lot more direction in, like, how I was, like, as a student, um, but, like I said, like, I was in this all-or-nothing mindset. So because of that, like, I was like, okay, like, I really, really need to study. Even though I was on core, like, I, I, I was trying to put more energy into it, and um, unfortunately at the end of fall quarter, my second year, I still felt short. And that's when I started to think like, okay, maybe it's more than just that. Like maybe, maybe it's like the major I'm in. Like maybe this is just for me. And so the quarter, um, I switched my major. And that was a like huge turning point in like my like academic career. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really what I'm interested in. This is really what I'm passionate in. And, um, oh, but also like from like my first, from my fall quarter second year, I um, I was just like really struggling like mentally, like with my mental health. And mm-hmm. because of that, like I really isolated myself, especially towards like the end of fall quarter. I isolated myself a lot from like my friends and my audience and just like, just, like everyone. And so, um, like also like change that and have a lot more balance and I kind of like proved to myself that like I did belong here like at UCSB because because since I was struggling for so long I was like oh my gosh like what if what if I'm just like not cut out for this like what if like I, I like overestimated what I can do um, but then when I order like I really proved to myself that like you know what you do belong here and like you can handle all these things like you just need to like put in the work Prioritize. Um, and I feel like that's one of my in my academic career, I was in three leadership positions in KP. I was mm-hmm. PR for core, secretary for fierce, and then costume scored for PTN. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to AGM. So I was taking my um, finishing my prereq classes for that. Uh, I was also working still. Um, my rent was super, super um, and I put in a lot more energy into, like, my scheduling, like, I started calendar blocking, um, and, like, planning my assignment way ahead of time, um, especially when I knew that there were, like, a lot of events one day, because, like, I was really trying to, like, achieve that balance of, like, being able to, not feel guilty about not working all the time and like spending time with people that I like love spending time with but at the same time like still making sure that I'm prioritizing school and I also still got like eight hours of sleep every night too which is like a lot better for my health and like my mental health because like I was I was rested. um and yeah like I ended up getting straight A's that quarter and that was the first time ever in college that like I basically wasn't on academic probation and I was like wow like man I could really do this and so ever since then like I just feel like it's been a lot better like obviously because of COVID like things changed a lot in the spring but and like that in itself was already like a completely other adjustment it's like online learning and being inside all the time and, like that's I, my mental health uplifted again because of that because I was like wow like I finally have this balance and now mm-hmm. it's I can't even like see anyone that I've like, seen before Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what's it like to be in your major
2: I feel like it's very fulfilling like especially as like an Asian American myself uh, I feel like it really helps to fill in all those gaps that like we're in like our history education in like our uh, like, high schools and like middle schools like just growing up in general like there's so many things that they don't tell you <laughs> it's, so like finally being able to like in those other narratives just like really like makes the picture makes so much more sense and i feel like it's like a constant self-discovery too like i feel like i'm learning a lot more about like myself and like um like being able to make sense of like my experiences um and then also like being able to apply that to like what i'm doing right now like the fierce and just like uh, like, my aspirations and, like, my career field. Um, yeah. Asia, amazing. Take an Asian okay. class. I haven't already. Because, <laughs> oof. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's all just, like, it was all a very valuable growing experience for me. Um, and like a learning experience, obviously. Um, leading to, like, where I am now. Um, so I'm currently, obviously, like, co outreach for a few years, um, which is, like, super exciting, and this is also, like, the first year that we're considered, like, before, so, um, we've all, like, really been, like, collaborating and, like, trying to find new ideas to, like, engage our general members and just, like, our community in general, especially during, like, um, like, this time of, like, quarantine, where, like, connections are, like, more valuable than ever, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently started working at the children's center on that's like connected to campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm working with like in um, They're very like small class sizes though, and then um, all of the like policies um, are very different. Obviously, like I always have to wear and we only have like two kids in our classroom. But it's it's like very exciting because like it's been I think like three years since I've had experience in a classroom, so like being able to like refresh those skills um is very nice (laughs) um and I mean other than that like I mean I live with like my housemates are all people from KP um and so I feel like right now like I'm in a pretty good place like mentally emotionally socially academically (laughs) Mm -hmm. like I feel like it's just really been like a long time come in like of trial and error like I mentioned before um but yeah like I'm really content with like how much I've grown and in now and the relationships I have now that's good
0: okay that was a, that was a, that was a pretty good what do you call it representation of what it's like at like UCSB at least being part of KP and like knowing y'all I feel like that's a good like summary of like the thing experiences like I feel like a lot of, or most people have like the ups and downs and stuff but yeah okay Eric, what about you oh
1: boy let me tell you um, it was rough first two years absolutely sucked uh, I'll be real like I I feel like I didn't grasp college at all, my first two years. Um, freshman year was like, in terms of being a person, oh, it was great. Like, it was just, like, how, like, I would normally, like, express myself, you know, like, when, when I'm meeting new people and stuff, you know, building relationships and connections and uh, stuff like that. But in terms of academics, it was rough, and I felt so behind compared to other people considering that I was out of state, I mean, of course I knew there was other people out of state, but I didn't know if they had the same feeling because I know, like, a majority of kids in California have one way or another experience, like, the quarter system, in a way. Mm-hmm. And coming from New Jersey, like, we didn't have that. We didn't do quarter system. because of major- the, um Yeah, majority of the schools are semester system. So, like, the way our high school was structured was, like, they call it marking periods. So like, it's like, yeah, marking period one, two, three, and four throughout that whole school year. And there's, it's just like a certain amount of time for each one and you get like uh, progress reports. Reports
0: quarterly. Quarterly. Quarterly.
1: Yeah, quarterly type of thing. It's quarterly, but like within the
0: school year. year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, there's that. So coming, coming to UCSB, I was like, like hit me like a truck, like it was so bad. Like, I couldn't, like, for some reason, I couldn't just, like, study. Like, Like I mean, I tried to. I did all the homework and stuff, like, like all the supplemental things. But when it came to exams and studying, like, it was so bad. So, I, like, it got to a point where I was like, wow, do I really want to be in this major? Do I really want to drop it? Like, it got to a point where, like, I pa- didn't pass, at, I I would say, at least, three, four classes my first year, so I had to make it up, like, my second year, because I didn't want to take summer courses, which I high key regret, um, but, yeah, once second year rolled around, I ended up taking almost, like, 20 units my fall quarter, just to make up for the classes that I didn't pass, so that quarter, I'm gonna tell you, it was really rough. It was just constantly being like, it was literally wake up, eat, go to the library, go to class, whatever, and then, then go back to the library, eat again, and then sleep. Like, I had no time to do anything else besides that. So, like, I really grinded my fall quarter just to make up for the fact that, like, I shouldn't be, like, BSing these classes. So, I did. I ended up passing everything. I ended up increasing my GPA. Um, So I felt really good about that. And then winter quarter hit, and then I ended up like not passing one class, but that was just one class. And I was like, okay, I definitely can make that up. But other than that, like the classes that I had and that I passed, like allowed me to take other classes that I was able to take without having to worry about like being behind. Had I not taken that fall quarter and decided to take at least 20 units, I definitely would have not graduated like this year, you know? And for me, it wasn't the mindset of, like, oh, I have to graduate in four, uh, four years. And, like, those of you watching, like, of course, you don't have to graduate in four years. Like, take as much time as you need, you know? But for me, it was just, like, I can't, you know, just constantly, like, put off, like, classes like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I really have to grind. And, like, as a bio major, like, it's, like, I have to. It's not just a matter of like me graduating four years and trying to do everything all in this short amount of time. It's just like I have to do this for me because like I have to change like how like my habits are and stuff so after that third year came around and like everything was better, like I ended up like not having to like fail a class or anything, so I was really happy about that, and I got way better grades. I increased my g p a even more. Um, I took summer classes, like, this past summer, so, like, that was a big help, and now I'm here, and, like, in terms of, like, the last 30 years, like, honestly, I probably couldn't have done it with, like, the people that I met, especially in KP, and um, it was just, like, a huge help, because, like, I felt like I had people to, like, turn to if I needed help, you know,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, my first years, like, I did have people to, like, Help me or like help them, but like that those relationships kind of faded quick, and uh-huh. that's something that also hit me really quick too. Once second year rolled around, was like, I won't be able to hang out with these people as often as I did my first year, you know. So honestly, that's why I joined KP, and like I found I found that sense of community, and I and I was able to like pick myself up while people were helping me pick myself uh, pick myself up um but college has been rough but also it's been fun and i really do appreciate it so
0: yeah Um, last thing on college i feel like a lot of high school students would would like to know this information or like but like what is it like to actually be like a student leader you know and like uh described like any like rewarding or like maybe even like stressful or sad experiences to come with being a student leader you know i've all like i've only like what uh like my first year did i was a core intern but like i mean even then like there was like there's also like some lows but like i didn't like it was like a full position it was more like you know, like, of course, you're an intern, like, but you're, like, even then, like, what I'm saying is, like, even as an intern, you kind of feel that, you also feel, of course, the highs, and, like, being able to help out and stuff, but, you know, I just want to see, like, explain to people, like, there's, like, you know, being a student leader is, what do you call it, Uh, I don't know how to describe it, it's, like, It's like being like this sounds this sounds weird but this, just bear with me it's like be like a superhero it's like you have the glory of like you know saving people or like these things of course we're not saving people I, this is why i say it's like not the same. but like you have like you, people look up to you like you know or certain people like feel like you're like you're cool you're like you're this you're very helpful blah, blah, blah. but there's also like it's also some there's a weight on you there's a weight on your shoulders some and sometimes that weight is like you know a lot and, very, and like a lot of people sometimes will not understand that and like it's hard to like balance that and i just want to know what you guys thought about being student leader
3: mm-hmm. okay. uh-huh. um, um,
2: well um Personally, okay, I feel like my journey as a student leader has been pretty, like, up and down. Like, I've had some interesting um, experiences.
3: Um, I feel like
2: definitely my fall quarter last year, because it was, like, my first time on core, um, was probably the most difficult for me. Especially because, like, like, my position in public relations, like, I didn't have a lot of experience in that it was just something that um like i had some ideas but um i didn't have like a lot of experience you know um and it was something that like i knew that it was gonna take um, a lot of effort into like learning and like growing in which is why i wanted to do it Mm -hmm. because like like it was like an opportunity for me to like learn something um especially because in the past like i've been Pretty, you know to do things in my comfort zone and so this was like a way of trying to like push myself out of that um but like i mentioned that order was very difficult for me to balance um especially because like what you're saying is like being a student leader like a lot of people like have your their eyes on you and i feel like a lot of people have very different expectations of you and so i felt like i was pressured to have to go to like every event or be a helper for every single event and be there for everything and like have like I almost had like this like persona on of like oh yeah like I I have to be like out there and everything and like I have to yeah I just
0: like, with- feel like a responsibility to just like you know be in the community and be like since you're you have like this status of like not like it's not like better than but like you have like a you feel a responsibility to like you know to help
2: yeah, exactly, um, but I think what's important, or like something that I did, like I learned um, like over the past couple quarters, because <laughs> it hasn't been that long, um, is that like you don't have to be a student leader all the time. Like I feel like it's really important to like set those boundaries early on. Like when are, when are the times that you're going to be a student leader, and then one are the times that like you need to take for yourself. Because, like, we're not getting paid for this stuff, you know. So, like, it's, it can be, and it's like, it often is like a lot of work, a lot of like planning, a lot of um, like, brain power of like trying to think of like, new ideas and like. Um, but, yeah, like, I think like it's just really important to like. Have boundaries and. Like, stay grounded. Like something that like I've always believed is like um like student leaders like we're we're not doing this for status like although like we might be well known because of like um like like we're like planning things and stuff um I feel like our true roles are really to like be there for our community and like
3: mm-hmm.
2: connect with our community members gauge what their needs are and then Come up with the best ways to address those, Um, and like in turn with that is like having those. um, Like I feel like the true responsibility is like making people feel at home and like Mm -hmm. like they belong community. Yeah. Um, Like I know before, like I used to think like oh gosh, like core, like they're they're their own little like group, like. They're they're like the popular kids, like NKP, but like, no, like, I, (laughs) like being behind the scenes, it's like, no, like, we really, like, like, our goal often is to, like, try to meet every single person, remember every single person's name, like, make an effort to invite them to things, because, like, at the end of the day, at least for me, like, wanting to be a student leader is, like a form of like giving back because like, you know, like when we first started, like we were in those places of like, oh, like we're new. And then someone brought us in and someone made us feel comfortable. And that's why like we have this community here. And so I feel like that's just like a constant goal every year is just to recreate that feeling of community and like feeling of belonging that like makes people continue to want to come back to like our events.
0: Well said, well said. Okay, Eric. Um, just to get one thing out of the way, you know, being student leader is hard.
1: Like, I'm gonna be very blunt. Like, it is hard, but there are obviously ways of going about it,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and everyone has their own, like different way of doing it. Um, for me, uh, as a student leader, like, I always love like not necessarily leading, but Listening to people, because I always felt like listening to like the people that you're leading is a much more fulfilling experience for them, knowing that their opinions matter, that their voices matter. So I think one of the biggest things, especially um, as Jez and I are co-outreach, is like we really want to listen to like the audience like listen to the people that are being part of our program, listen to our exec board, listen to the mentors, listen to the mentees, Um, because uh, obviously it's not just us, because yes, we're like helping lead the way, but like there's also a lot of factors that contribute to like leading Fierce, you know, and obviously Fierce is a movement. So like we want to be able to have like the whole community help us as well, Um, and like, for a core and kp um it's the same exact thing it's like we want to hear general members and we want to make sure that their voices are being heard um i think as a student leader like you don't want to have to go through the stress of like like feel like that you have to do everything by yourself because like once you get to that point it starts to feel like a chore and you don't want to like be the position that you're in you know mm-hmm. and that's like the things you want to prevent is like making the leadership position that you've been trying to get or have been getting or have been trying to get is make it mundane and like you don't want to do that you want it you want your position to be the same position that you've coveted for so long you know you mm-hmm. need to be like oh I really want to do this because blah 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 like you have like certain goals and certain a certain mindset to have um so for me like starting off as student leader I, last year actually my first position was co co-ex- uh, co-external affairs chair shout out to my boy Dan my co um but yeah like first time having a leadership position I was like oh my god I'm like I was I was already getting stressed, and I was already getting nervous, and I was like, oh, my God, I already have so much other things to do, like, why am I doing this? But then I, re- like, I thought back to myself and, like, looked back at the things that, like, I told myself, like, I said, like, why did you want to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and when I revisited those things, it's, like, I want to help a community as much as, like, it's a community that I never grew up in or that I never got to know as much. And I was just, like, I just love giving back and making sure people get the same opportunities that we have been given throughout our lives. So you know the start of it was just like that and like becoming co-external affairs chair and being able to externalize the different high schools, high schools that I've never seen before and or never heard of since coming here. So I was just like wow this is like such a different experience and it's like like it's so fun to do and it's like it's so fun to see people that you want to lead like just have that smile on their face and like see them like realize that like wow like I want to join this or I want to do this I want to like be just like them so there's that and then yeah and then I took up PCN dance coordinator because I still wanted to do the same thing and help people even though I was just learning as much as they were when teaching them to dance so like you know there is that, and it's just like it's just like a fun experience to have, and like something so valuable, because like I think um, it just helps you, it helps build you as a person, you know. So, I think that's like one of the biggest things when when it comes to being a student leader. It's like you really get to see yourself, you get to see who you are.
2: Um, yeah. Cole said something that I think is like really valuable. Um, about like your experience as a dance coordinator, like saying how you were like teaching them, but you're also like, also like learning along with them. Like, I feel like that's like, that's like a really nice way to like encapsulate student leadership. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. expects you to know everything exactly. when you, so, and hmm. um, like, it's okay if you don't know all the answers because like, like part of being a student leader is like being a student. and even if you're not in college anymore, or, like, not in school, like, a student of life, you know, you're constantly learning learning new things, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's, like, what makes it so, like, valuable, you know?
1: Now, as, like, co-outreach, like, it, like, I'm still learning fierce, you know, as much as, like, I've done it, like, last year, like, even though I've seen, like, at least the backbone and seeing like what, what's like behind the scenes, like, I'm still learning. Like, I, like, Jez and I, our experiences with fears are completely different, but obviously like, we're coast for a reason and we have the same mindset and the same like goals that we wanna reach. So like, honestly, like when you're a student later, certain things tend to come full circle and you start to realize those things and you start to pick them up. So, yeah just being a student leader is just like it's fun like obviously it's not for everyone but it's like like i said before a very very valuable experience to have
3: okay
0: well said i wouldn't i you guys, i feel like you guys y'all like get everything in terms of being a student leader I'm gonna move on to some uh quick fire questions um let's see so you guys i mean y'all will just answer this as quick as possible these are from some, some people some people have submitted this and some are mine but yeah uh what did your ig feed look like back in middle slash high school anyone want to
1: um okay share
0: or like show us <laughs>
1: No, okay, I don't have any, oh wait, actually, maybe I might have, like, a picture or something. Let me, let me see if it's still there, but my feed was a type of, okay, when I first started using Instagram was, like, middle school, and I would just put stupid stuff on it. Like, I remember putting a picture of a random cut that I got on my leg, and my caption was, y'all ever just get a random cut in your leg, and you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) That was my post. And I was like, what is this? Looking back at it
0: now. <laughs> Hashtag relatable.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I deleted every photo, every trace. Actually, not every trace. I, if you look on my Pinterest, you could see kind of the vibe that I was going for. See,
1: this, uh, was a, this was an account that like posted me uh, on their account. And that's all my feed right there. Look at all that. <laughs> look at all that random stuff that I have on there. Do you see that? And then look at, look at my feed now. Like, oh wait, no, that's not me. Oh God. Like, look at me now. Like, look at
3: this. The growth. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Oh. We growth. love that. Mm-hmm. We love that.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: I feel like. Okay, I have to go. <laughs> I feel like, okay because I also started Instagram like around seventh grade. And so I was very into like, I don't know if y'all ever heard of the app We Heart It. Yeah. I was very into like, like Tumblr aesthetic, uh, like all like, like pastels, skater skirts, like Converse, oh, and like, God. and then like the whole this thing that. Like
0: <laughs> no, no.
2: So bad, so bad.
0: Oh, Jesus! I, f- I feel kind of left out. I started Instagram. After senior year of high school. Oh my God!
3: Hey. Really? Good for yeah, you.
0: good for
3: you.
0: I, I, yeah, so I things. just I don't know. Good for you. I, I haven't I haven't posted, or I did, but I took it down. But like, I've have, I've have nothing on there. Um, what's a random slash funny thing about adulting? No one told you about.
1: Oh God! Quick fire. um. Oh, um, coming from New Jersey, we don't fill up our own gas. So when I started driving, I never learned how to fill up my own gas tank. So like, it was so bad. Like in Uh, New Jersey, it's illegal for you to fill up your own gas tank. Like you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. What happened was like, I got so confused the first time my dad told me how to do it because like we were in PA Pennsylvania <laughs> um, and I was at a gas station And my dad said go fill up the gas tank I was like okay and I didn't know how to do it and I was just standing there for a good like five ten minutes and my dad's like did you start filling it up yet I was like no <laughs> I didn't know what to do at one point so I was like okay so there was that
2: oh my god I think the thing I realized is like Like, I feel like when you're, like, in high school, like, all the adults tell you, like, yeah, like, when you're an adult, like, this stuff isn't gonna slide, like, business and that and that. And then you meet people, like, when you're doing your rent, or, like, you're, like, you have to, like, pay bills or something, and then you realize, like, they don't know what they're doing still, you know? Uh Like, I feel like no one knows what they're doing still when they're an adult. (laughs) Everyone just pretends like they do.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Very. Uh. What was a really embarrassing moment from high school that you can now laugh at?
1: (laughs) Okay. Long story short, the kid that I told you that went to Berkeley, I actually, like, threw him against a locker at one point because he pissed me off about something. And it it wasn't, okay, it was embarrassing in the sense that everyone was watching me and no one knew that I would be like that. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, I did that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. everyone was just watching me and then at one point the the gym teacher like passed by our lockers and he looked and then just kept walking (laughs) and he didn't do anything so I was like okay but yeah
2: gosh
0: wow
1: clear (laughs) I'm not like that now. I swear
2: (laughs) oh my gosh my junior year of high school I had the flu but I didn't know I had the flu because I've never had the flu and I (laughs) school because my whole body hurt right and I thought I just slept weird so I went to school because I had three tests that day and I was just feeling really like bad like I could barely walk without like being in pain and so um like halfway through the day I went to one of my favorite teacher's classrooms I was like hey can I just take like, a nap in here because like my other class had a sub and like so I was like yeah, can I just nap in here like just for just for the period and then like I'll go to my next class I have a test I have Spanish test next time. Was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And like halfway through, he calls the nurse on me. (laughs) He was like, Yeah, this girl's sick. Like, someone has to get her. And I, they literally had to drag me out in a wheelchair because I was like, No, I have three tests that I have to take today. I'm not going anywhere. Ah, and then like my uh, the nurses, like, they took my temperature and I was like 102.7. Yeah, I had a whole fever. And they called my mom laughing literally because it was right before spring break. They were like, you know how many kids we've had in the, this office pretending to be sick so they can go home early? And we literally had to drag your daughter out of class in a wheelchair because she wanted her to take her test still, even though there's a freaking fever. And they took me to the ER. I was like, <laughs> I was crying and they thought it was cause I was in pain. And I was like, no, I just need to take my test because I don't want to wait a whole week. I'm gonna- <laughs> all the material i was like i studied
1: for this oh my god
0: it's that student mentality you know you know, you know what you know how i said like oh yeah being a student was a personality of mine you know if it's not that level i don't think anyone can say that How <laughs> <laughs> are you mad that you're missing it
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I can never do that oh
0: no drag you out okay describe fierce exec as pokemon
1: every single one
0: yeah oh, or God, dude whichever ones
2: i'm gonna be completely honest i don't think i know the names of enough pokemon to describe it.
1: <laughs> i don't think i can name all of them because i forgot all of them to be honest yeah, okay. well i will say milan is definitely a pikachu
3: oh so- okay uh,
1: um what is uh, Mal- uh melanie's a piplup so piplup is like a little penguin
2: Mm-hmm. Blue penguin. I don't uh, know what
0: the baseline was. <laughs> Who else is there? It's okay, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't remember, but that's that's the extent I can think of.
3: It's okay, it's okay.
0: All right. Um these are my questions, and these are like the last two. They're you could um very pretty brief. Um what do you want to achieve and like when everything is said and done how would you like to be remembered
1: i mean one of my you know one of my physical goals is to be able to like become a physician and it's cliche to say that like I want to help people Mm -hmm. Um, because of course when you're a doctor you want to help people regardless but I think it's just the the ability to reach out to everyone and make sure you help everyone properly and help them that the way the way like the way that they are and help them like in any way possible. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like the student leader in me kind of thing where it's just like, I I want to be able to give back and be able to help those like who are struggling like physically, mentally, um, and stuff like that. And like, just like, I don't know, like remember, I guess like just the person like who was like, who had the ability to be there. Uh at one point or another, you know, just, like, be able to be there for someone.
0: Okay. Yeah. Those <laughs> are nice. Very nice. <laughs> well you have to jazz. Um,
2: hmm, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my goals, um, of my life goals have been, like, it, it's kind of, like, like, a result of, like, how I felt, like, as a child, (laughs) because, like, we move around a lot, like, I never really had, like, a stable, like, house, um, like, environment, like, home environment, and so, like, a lot of my goals have just been, like, to, like, because, like, I want to teach kindergarten, so, Mm -hmm. or, like, or, like, early education, so, like, preschool, kindergarten, like, like, younger age groups, and, like, obviously, like, teachers don't really make a lot of money, but... Like, it's something that, like, I'm really passionate about because I just, I feel like, like, the youth is something that's, like, is, like, a group of people, like, that is so important to pay attention to because, like, these are going to be, like, our future leaders, you know. Um, And, like, a lot of that starts from, like, a really young age, like, the way they perceive the world and the way that they learn to treat people. Um, And, like, other than that, my goals have kind of just been, like, I feel like I'm pretty, like, normal, like, pretty like average goals where they're like Uh I just like I've always wanted like it's always been like really important to me to like have a family like be able to start that like early like that's, that's always been like a priority of mine which is why like teaching is like a really like great balance to that because like I don't have to be in school for a really long time like I could pretty much get it out into the field like immediately after if I wanted to um but in terms of like who I would want to be remembered as I think I would just want to be remembered as someone who was like really compassionate and giving,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and like cared a lot for people, and um, like someone who's like supportive of other people's like dreams,
3: mm-hmm.
2: especially the youth. Which is why like fierce is also like really important to me, because yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: Great goals, great goals. Um, what is one advice you'd have liked for someone to have given you in high school and what's a message you would like to give to your future self?
3: You no, know,
1: this seems kind kinda basic or not really basic, but, like, it doesn't seem like there's any sustenance to it, but I wish someone told me that college was, like, high school and steroids type of thing. Like, it's, it's like, I think of college as, like, it's high school, but, like, it's not the structure that you're so used to in high school, you know? Because, like, you, you know, like, when you're in high school, you meet up every day, blah, blah, blah. Like, you see the classes, you learn the things. And then, like, more often, or, well, more or less, like, you don't have to study for a majority of the classes. Because you see them every day. And then, like, you end up retaining that information.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, college is like, oh, it's the same way. You meet up at certain times with certain classes. But, like, this time you have to study on your own. And, like, I feel like that's something, like, no one, like really emphasize like I it's definitely like obvious to see but like it's something like people don't really emphasize often when they're talking about college. is like yeah you really have to study by yourself like or you really have to like teach yourself certain things you know so like that's one thing and then for my future self well Eric if you're watching this in five to ten years hopefully hopefully you're a physician by then starting your residency but you know hopefully you're doing well do that just keep doing you you know but yeah
0: okay <laughs> why well, you have to jazz just...
2: um wait so the question is
0: what is an I, advice you'd have uh like for someone i've given you in high school and what's a message you would like to give to your future self
2: okay okay um so for like high school thing i feel like my advice would have been to take advantage of every opportunity that was presented to me. Um, There's, like, a lot of times where, like, I, I, like, said no to a lot of things because I was worried about how others would see me, but, like, I feel like I missed out on a lot of
3: things, so,
2: Mm. um, and then my future self I think I would just want myself to know or to remember to like, stay present mm-hmm. and to be kind to myself and like give myself a break every once in a while
0: okay that's it for the interview portion now we're just gonna say okay few quick announcements. Holy shit, that was long. That was longer than I expected. Oh, my God. Um, Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> announcements. Fierce Mentorship apps have opened and are due October 26, 2020. Please sign up. There's also a Fierce uh, FAFSA uh, slash scholarship workshop hosted by the Fierce Retention Team on October 31st. There's a Halloween slash PCNGM. October 28th, my birthday, woo, 6, 8, 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, there's a PVM, the fourth PVM on October 27th. And then there's also a KP event session on the 29th. And the Lolex plus Apple apps are due October 30, 1159. So make sure you guys look out for those. Check those out. All right. It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Everyone ready? Hello. Here's
2: goodbye.
0: <laughs> ready to <ready>? cast. Adjourned. Here's cast goodbye. Fierce
1: cast
0: goodbye. <laughs> Fierce cast goodbye.
3: Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, God.